You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guest today is Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars on Thursday, March 7th and Thursday, March 21st, both days at 6.30 p.m. You'll need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464. Call during weekday office hours or check out the website. It's macmillanestate.com. Sherry, let's pick up where we left off before the break. We briefly chatted about changes to the alternative minimum tax that were announced in the federal budget. So what is an alternative minimum tax? An alternative minimum tax means that you pay a higher rate of tax on anything that you would have otherwise paid tax on, presuming that you should have paid that amount of tax. So what that means in English is, let's say that on a capital gains, you sell your business, you're normally expecting to pay a tax burden of about 25% of gain. So if you make a million of profit, you're going to give a quarter million back to the government. Well, an alternative minimum tax could say that, actually, we think you're going to owe 50%, so you pay it to us now, and if we're wrong, we'll return it to you over the next seven years based on what income you're creating over the next seven years. But the problem is, if you sold your business, you're probably not creating income in the next seven years, so you never really do get that income back. So as we discussed when the budget was announced, Sherry, the alternative minimum tax rate will increase by somewhere around 5.5%, if memory serves. I, I guess the good news is that the change doesn't take effect until 2024, and that means there's still some time to plan to minimize its impact. So, Sherry, what kind of things, what strategies are there that can be put in place now to help mitigate some of the increased taxation? One of the uh, prominent tools we have always used with families is trust planning to mitigate taxation. And the reason is there's a special technique we can do called an estate freeze where we take your asset base at its current value so let's say it is $10 million, and we push the future growth of that estate into a trust. So as the estate continues to grow from, let's say, $10 million up to $20 million, you're no longer the direct owner of it. Your trust is instead. Now, estate tax is owed when we die as people, but trusts aren't people, so trusts don't die. And so we don't trigger the estate tax at that time. And so it's a very useful tool. Uh, for generational skipping in tax, for preserving wealth, and preserving wealth from one generation to the next. So what I'm forecasting is that we're going to have a mass onslaught of trust planning coming down the pipeline. What other tax planning strategies do you suggest, uh, Sherry, that wealthy families should take advantage of before the wealth tax comes down the line? And, and again, you're saying you've already noted uh, an increase in, in trust planning in, in your business, and I'm sure that's just going to continue. Is, is Apart from trust planning, is there something else that uh, wealthy families can do? Yeah, one, one additional technique that we're employing, you know, for any family that has a net worth of, let's say, $10 million or more in the moment, and the reason we're employing this is what happens is in our estates, we're entitled in Canada to something called the maximum tax rate, meaning that we're allowed to pay our estate tax by channeling some of our own money to do so. And so what we're allowed to do is, in effect, create our own life insurance contract in our own estate. So let's say my estate's worth $10 million. I'm allowed to have $2.5 million of it grow tax-exempt for my whole lifetime. And when I transfer that to my loved ones, if it's 
doubles, let's say it's grown to be worth $5 million, I never paid tax on that growth, nor am I paying tax when I transfer it to my loved ones. Now, we can amplify that planning if we use it inside a corporation because corporates, corporations have a highly taxable adventure when they go through our estate, and we can mitigate that entirely through this planning approach. So we're seeing a lot of families take advantage of their maximum tax ranges that they are entitled to by Canada Revenue Agency, and currently, under the tax regime we have today, um, we're allowed to have up to 25% of our estate's value grow tax-free. So it's like a giant tax-free savings account. And so any family that has affluence definitely doesn't want to miss this opportunity. And I, I do forecast it will be one of the opportunities that the Liberal government you know, takes a run at at some point in the future. So the lesson is take advantage of it now while we still have that level of protection. That's right. And I think, you know, I've always said this for years and years, Wayne, is that we want to always be proactive and take advantage of any tax rules that are favorable towards us um, because we never know when they will change. And generally, we're grandfathered. So you want to put in every type of opportunity you can into your estate because they never allow us to go backwards. They don't say, oh, you missed that opportunity. You can, you know, retroactively apply it. But they normally have the rules go forward when they incur new rules. So generally, you want to make sure each calendar year you're taking advantage of whatever opportunities um, are helpful to your family in minimizing your estate taxation and protecting it so that as new rules come forward, that portion of your estate is at least grandfathered. Now, we've talked about this on previous shows, and I just want to go over it again and because it, it really fascinates me, and that's something called an estate freeze. Let's discuss, if we can, Sherry, how that works again. Yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity, and a lot of families can use it for a number of different types of assets. We predominantly use it for families that have family business, um, high cash values, in corporations or often farm. And one of the unique opportunities is that we know those, these types of assets are going to have intrinsic growth through the balance of our life. So if you hold a business and you're going to succeed it to your family, you know that today's value in the business ideally will be lesser than when you pass on. So what that means, though, is that if you were to evaluate your business today, we are allowed to what we call a state freeze. It means locking out Canada Revenue Agency from the future growth on the business. So if you're a business owner and you know your business today is worth $10 million and we lock out the future growth from Canada Revenue Agency, but when you pass on it's worth $20 million, you only owe a state tax on the first $10 million, not on the next $10 million, and we can transfer that to the next generation when they sell the business. And the, the beautiful part about this, Wayne, is we also have another technique in an estate freeze where even if you knew that you've frozen your estate value at $10 million, what we normally do is we use that $10 million to wither, we call it, a withering estate freeze. We wither away and we eat away at the tax slowly because you're going to need income from now until you pass on. And so slowly, slowly, we pay a lower rate of tax against that $10 million as you draw income through your retirement. And it's possible that if you live long enough, you actually don't owe any estate tax upon passing because you've used that income to fund your retirement plan. 
And with more of us living longer and longer, that becomes a a greater possibility. Yeah, and so I actually have uh, families that have done this type of planning, and we're now at zero. We don't actually owe any estate tax anymore. Um, They've had a wonderful retirement. We've ground down their estate tax, and they needed that income for lifestyle anyway, so now they've eliminated one whole tier of tax. All right, Sherry, we're up against the clock, so we're going to pause for one more break, but we'll continue our discussion when we return. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars on Thursday, March 7th and Thursday, March 21st, both days at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. If you have any questions about some of the topics we've discussed today, estate freezes, estate planning using trusts, setting up a trust, the advantages of having your estate in a trust, well, you'll need to take in one or both of the webinars. There are two virtual webinars, Thursday, March 7th, and Thursday, March 21st, both days at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. You will need to register ahead of time, though, so simply contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours. Or you can visit their website for more information, and there's some great information there. It's macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we'll be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.